Welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we are twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. Welcome back to another week. We are in February, which is also coincidentally our birthday month. Oh, yes. Um, so we're going to chat about our favorite things for the week. And later on, we're going to talk about sustainability, eco-friendliness, and the future of beauty products. So stay tuned. And we're back. Hi, Laura. Hello. So let's talk about things that, you know, have been going on this week. I guess the past two weeks now that we're a little bi-weekly mm-hmm. doodad here. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about current events, uh-huh. which is kind of difficult because now that we don't have a certain somebody in the White House, yeah, there's not a whole lot of, like, scandal, which is hmm. refreshing, but also says a lot. Yeah, I would about say about the last four years. I would say, like, as far as we're talking, if we're talking about like government current events, there is going to be a vote tomorrow to strip, you know, the psychopath Marjorie Taylor Greene from oh. her committees. Oh, please! Can she? She just needs to be expelled. This woman is a cancer on Oof. society, and she is dangerous. She needs to not ever be in public service. Um, she I, the less we talk about her. The, the, the happier She is what happens when you spend all of your time on Facebook and you surround yourself with crazy people. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Other than that, there hasn't been too much going on, like, I don't know, locally, not really. We're going into February. It's still been a really mild winter so far. But the yeah. daylight is getting, there's long, there more hours of daylight, I've noticed. Which is nice. Thank yeah. God. We've had the first few like glimmers of spring, like the last two days, which luckily have been my days off, have actually been really nice and sunny. And mm. I think that's what really motivates me. Like, okay, so I'm not like you. I don't like blazing sunlight in the summer. Oh, I do. Like, give me a good cold spring or a fall morning yeah. that's sunny. Sure. I prefer that rather than blazing hot sun. Like, that's I fine. love a, a crisp, cold, sunny day. Yeah. That's my favorite. It's actually really motivated me to do more than I have been on my other days off like it'll take me a good two days to finish all my laundry like that's how unmotivated (laughs) I am right now and I honestly think it's just the weather it's just putting me in a mood which you know obviously I'm not alone but uh yeah it's been kind of nice here um going into our birthday month yeah it's weird like (laughs) 32 yeah coming almost that time well and we're also coming up almost on a year um of dealing with stay at home orders the mm-hmm. covid crisis so it's it's weird that you know this time last year we were all still like we were aware what was going on because you know the the virus was mostly talked about over in china um but we were all just still going out you know i me and steve definitely went out to bars i was hanging out with friends yeah and so now it's our turn to have a covid birthday like finally it's our turn i know you know i'm it's fine you know how people are like oh i'm just really bummed i miss my blah 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 i'm like you know i don't care my perfect birthday is like having food like either delivered or made for me (laughs) having something sweet to eat and, like, just staying in. Just give me a bottle of champagne and, like, an, a nap. Like, that's, that's all I want, Seriously, you know? <laughs> like, just leave me alone for, like, two days so I can actually get some sleep. 
and yeah. I want some food. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I'd lo- <laughs> like a like a quote unquote spa day would be lovely, but again, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, that's all right. So I don't know. I don't really have like strong feelings about getting older or anything really. I'm no. kind of just meh about it at this point. It's like, yeah, we're in our 30s. We're, like, officially in our 30s now. Mm-hmm. Not quite mid-30s, so it's not quite time to get weird about getting old. <laughs> and me, unmarried, no kids. That's fine. And I don't care about it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think this year I'm definitely trying to be good about um, working out. I'm very motivated, and it's not because of, like losing weight it's more like my the last year staying home and like staying really like sedentary really did a number on my back I could feel like my muscles like disappearing like I had no strength Mm -hmm. um I didn't stretch like I just felt really immobile and then I'm just like you know what I need to change this because you know if I'm not we're not getting any younger you're not getting any younger your body's just gonna keep getting more stiff and what I want, I really am, like, inspired by um, people that work out for, like, strength and feeling good about themselves, not about Weight loss. a number on the scale. Um, so I've been really sticking to it. There's a girl on Instagram. Oh, no, wait. Yeah. Her name is Mad. I think her handle is MadFit. Mm-hmm. She's really great. She has a YouTube channel. And she, I mean, she is a thin, like, lean person, but she's very strong. Um, The other person I follow is Makeup Shayla, who's also a beauty influencer. She's been on, like, a a fitness journey. And her body is banging. Like, she is, like, the ideal, my ideal body type. Like, she's a thicker woman, Mm -hmm. but she is, like, very toned. Yes. You know, she's not skinny in, like, a skinny sense, but she is, like fit and toned and I'm like that's what I want yeah we will never be thin and and to quote Bridget Jones I will always be a little bit fat yeah and and that's that's okay but I want (laughs) I want to be strong and I want to like tighten up areas of my body anyway (laughs) I'm on a fitness journey it's it's a slow pro it's a process it's not gonna like happen overnight and I don't just I don't deprive myself of anything so I think what needs to happen is that you need to force me to do these things with you because I will never have the motivation to do it by myself (laughs) I need an accountability buddy okay like how they do it on Noom it's weird because I I prefer I would prefer to work out in the morning but the way that my schedule with work works out is that I don't really end up working out until like six o'clock at night and that is really hard because mentally you're just kind of done. Checked out, yeah. But you really just need to force yourself to put on workout clothes and just do it. And mm-hmm. honestly, your workout only needs to take like 25 minutes. Like it's not a big commitment, but it feels like mentally it feels that way. But honestly, after you're done, you just feel so much better. And then I'm like, okay, now I can like rest for the evening. I can eat my, you know, cook my dinner, whatever it is. But then the next day you you just feel like, hmm. A little bit more muscle definition. My booty feels, like, tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you just notice little things. Especially the way my clothes are fitting more. I'm like, okay. Okay, fine. I see this happening. I love that it's, like, it's taken me this long to, like, co- to convince me that maybe working out is a good idea. Uh, and because of you with your diabetes, working yes. out is really good for your health. It's true. It and does lower important. my blood sugar. It's important. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, do you have uh, any products or shows or podcasts or books or whatever you <clears> want to <throat> share this week? 
Um, so no books, but I am just gonna, I'm just about to start a new book. Um, it's Wolf Hall, which they made a series about. So this kind of follows like Henry VIII and like Tudor England and all that good stuff. My kind of favorite historical fiction. Uh I will update you because I've only just borrowed it. I have not listened to any of it yet. Um, I rewatched Bridgerton by myself because Mm. I feel like we were watching it together. I was like maybe half paying attention. Yeah. And yeah, okay. It's not like my favorite thing. I think the storyline is like really strange uh-huh i i get <laughs> like the whole like oh i i made a vow because my father was so horrible to me to never extend his legacy Kinda so dumb. now i'm just gonna pull out every time i have sex with my wife it's like really weird. it's the, such a weird like shallow concept a lot of the books are are kind of like okay we're gonna talk about the men and how they make bad choices because they don't know how to like share their feelings yeah. See, I wish it would be more like that because I love that in the show. Daphne's like, no, you don't need to tell me what's what I think is proper. She's like, I know what I know is proper. Like, um, and yeah, it's it was a lot. Just like a lot of because I'm a woman. This and it's like, yeah, no, I to- I fully get it. But it's such a shallow concept. It's very low stakes. <laughs> yeah, but it's entertaining. It's fun yeah. to watch. It's entertaining. The costumes are great. The hair is great. Makeup's great. I'm listening to book three now, and it's a, um, it's. It, like a Cinderella story. Oh, okay. Like with it, Eloise? No, it's with Benedict. <gasps> oh, okay. So he's like the second one. Because it goes in alphabetical son. order. <laughs> it's Antony, Benedict, Colin, Daphne. Eloise. Eloise, Francesca, Francesca. Gregory, Hyacinth. Okay, and I didn't realize Francesca wasn't around until, like, the very last episode. They're like, oh, your sister's coming to town. I'm like, yeah, where was... was she this entire season? I know. Nobody knows. I was like, there's a G and an H. Why are we missing somebody? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, I think I think fans need to understand that, like, season two, Daphne and Simon, barely in it. Yeah. Like, book two, they're in, like, one scene. The What's whole their kid's book. name? I don't remember. It starts with an A, apparently, right? I don't remember. Oh. Mm. Ah. I'm like Arnold or something. I don't know. Just making shit up at the time. Anyway, know. so I'm going to start that book. Um, watch that show. Um, me and Michael watched Tenet the other night. Oh. And we tried to watch it the one time. And it's a really long movie. It's like two hours or something. And oh. it's... Is it good? Guys, you got to pay attention to this movie. It is really just like a mindfuck. It's a oh. lot. It's a lot. It's... I liked it, but you really have to like make a night out of it. Is it backwards? Like, what's what what what's the deal it's, with Tenet? It's very convoluted. So it's kind of like a like the CIA infiltration, but not the CIA. Like they're trying to figure out who is behind a certain kind of a metal that is also affecting the space time continuum. Oh God! Basically, so there's like. <laughs> Things that haven't happened yet, but you see evidence of... Okay, it's like time and realities. It's so... I can't even explain it. I literally can't even explain it. It's like, Mm. let's just say they've been... in, In our present that we are now, people are finding basically like remnants of what they think is a nuclear war that hasn't happened yet, Um. but has happened basically... Right, right, right. In the future. It's almost like um, A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, kind of like that. It's very, <laughs> very convoluted. Lots of action, hmm. good acting, but oh man, you gotta make a night for it, and you eh. need to watch and pay attention. No, I think I'm. That's it's kind of like Inception, but like much more confusing. And isn't it by the same guy that did Christopher Inception? Nolan? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I liked it, but again, yeah, you just 
pay attention. <laughs> um, let's see. I made a delightful from scratch soup last night. Uh-huh. I haven't cooked in a while because we had our oven and stove kind of like out of order for a little bit. So that was crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yesterday I made a great soup and Michael said it's the best homemade soup he's ever had. So wow. that's right. Um, so I followed the Bon Appetit like chicken soup recipe, but then I added my own things. Uh-huh. Good old hunk of crusty bread. There you go. Ooh, yum. Mm-hmm. And today I made cookies. Great. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, but this is like, I haven't cooked and baked in a while so this is like a start chicken soup for the soul Mm -hmm. and chalky chip cookies yep because you need it all right what about you um i have some products to share oh yes so i posted a photo yesterday maybe i don't know if i'm gonna keep it up maybe i will (laughs) i took a photo of my hair and my curl it's like curly now Mm -hmm. i have curly hair yes um (laughs) And I'm going to share my routine, and it's very simple. Oh, yeah. So, I wash my hair with Dove Scalp Care. I have buildup on my scalp. I have a dry scalp. And this is, like, the one shampoo that I've been... I've been using this for maybe a couple of years now. You know, I'm never going to go on the on the no-sulfate train. I need the sulfates. I need the foaming. <laughs> Let me be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Um, I don't heat style my hair. I don't straighten it. I don't do and I don't dye it. Um, I wash it once a week and that's it. Like I'm very low maintenance. My hair, I have a ton of hair. It's very, very thick and each individual strand is thick. So <laughs> I, every time I've gone to a salon, the number one comment is, oh my God, you have a lot of hair. Yep. Wow, you have a lot of hair. That's a lot of hair. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yep, I know. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Um, but I decided, you know, I don't really take care of my hair. I, I take care of it in the fact that I do very, very little to it, um, which is probably like the best thing you can do. And then I add a couple of products in to keep my curls and waves like a little bit more lively. So I got... A couple products from Pattern Beauty, which is the company owned by Tracy Ellis Ross. And she's a delight. So <laughs> I found these at Ulta. Number one, the size of the products are very large. And she did that because people with, you know, wavy, curly, kinky hair, they use a lot of product in their hair. And she's like, I'm not going to make products that are going to last you a month. I'm going to make products that you're going to actually use up, but it's going to take you some time. Yeah, this mist is huge. It's humongous. So I have two products here. So I have the Curl Gel. And this I use out of the shower. And it's a creamy, like, uh, lotion. Okay, because I was looking at it and it said gel. And I was like, really? It's not gel? It's not a crispy, crunchy gel. So what I do is after I take a shower... I brush my hair with a wet brush and then I flip my hair up. I flip my head upside down and then I put a ton of this gel in my hands and then I do what they call like a prayer hands. Yeah. And I just smooth it down my hair. And after it's smoothed, I um, scrunch it up. So I go from the bottom portions of my hair, I grab it in my hands and I scrunch up. Mm -hmm. And so what that does is it helps define my waves. And so that... I leave in, that doesn't go anywhere, and then um, over the next few days, if you want to revive your curls, I have this hydrating mist. So it's basically just like an in-between wash 
product that helps add more moisture back to your hair and like give it more definition. Does it help to like reactivate the gel you think? Yeah, I think so. And what I've noticed is that um, I always see pictures of girls that have like curly and wavy hair and it looks really shiny and almost moist and that's because of like gels. I never realized that was like not like it's not like their hair on its own. Like they have product in their hair to make it look like that. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I, and but it makes it look like juicy, but not, but not crunchy, wet, not crunchy, crispy, wet look. Right. right like right. defined and like soft. I always find, um, like natural hair. Like when I say natural hair, I mean like black hair. Mm-hmm. I always find their hair care routines to be so interesting because the amount of product that they use just on the scalp itself, I'm like, I would be a grease ball. Like, it's so interesting because, like, yeah, it's like the moisture te- level. It's the moisture yeah. level. It's the texture of the hair. But I always find it so interesting. The porosity Because I am the hair. literal opposite of that. I, like, wash my hair and maybe I'll put, like, a, a deep, like, a cream for my ends in and, like, yeah. that's it. Yeah, my scalp doesn't get too greasy, I've noticed. I mean, I only wash my hair once a week and on day, like, five and six, I definitely feel like, okay, yeah, I could wash my hair. Mine is more like about day three or four, like, because I think I don't have the finest hair of the family. I'm pretty sure our older, our oldest sister has like the finest hair strands, but I also have a lot of hair like you, but I have like a mix of fine hair and a, like some of the thicker strands. Mm -hmm. And so it's like my scalp, it's like, to me, it looks greasy, but I get maybe to other people it doesn't, but I just, I'm so aware of it. I'm like, I need to wash my hair. (laughs) Yeah. I think, and think my hair is just dry. I think that's the, at the end of the day, like my hair needs a lot of moisture Mm-hmm. Um, I guess what you can do, it's called porosity. Like if your hair can hold a certain amount of moisture, some people have a high porosity. Some people have a low porosity. You may have like, oh, I think you maybe have like a low porosity. Perhaps. Probably. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know how to do this, but there, there's like, it's you know, a whole It's a thing. whole process. But anyway, these are just two products. You know, I don't want to complicate. I'm, I'm very low maintenance with my hair, but this is like one thing I've been sticking to and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And these aren't too expensive. I think. These products are, like, in the lower, like, $20-ish range, mm-hmm. but you get a ton of product, so can I, it takes a while to Have use. you seen the news about Priyanka Chopra launching a hair oh, care line yeah. for, was it Target? Mm-hmm. I do like the really cheap price point. It's, like, $5 for each product. So but that's is, interesting. But is it for any type of hair, or is it just, like... I'm not sure, I'm not but sure. I think that... The kind of like a segue into what we want to talk about. I believe what it was, it's more of a like uber sustainable brand. So actually, let me go and look it up on Trend Mood. But let's talk about or let's maybe take a break first and then we can talk about our sustainability. Okay, I have. Well, wait, I have a couple more things. Oh, okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So another thing I want to talk about is I didn't tell anybody I made this purchase, but. Oh, no. I bought. Oh, God. What did you do? A thing. From Skims, which is Kim Kardashian. Oh, I saw that sitting over there. What is it? I bought a sculpting tank. Oh, okay. Now these items are not cheap. (laughs) I spent a pretty penny on this one tank top. But, you know, I live in sweaters. But, you know, when it's cold, I need a layer underneath. Mm -hmm. And... I have, I literally own one camisole, but I've owned that camisole for four years. Mm. That same one. And it doesn't really do anything. It's just a layer. Um, But anyway, so I was like, I'm going to try skims. So (laughs) I got this sculpting tank top in the color clay. 
Okay. And it really sucks you in. But what I really like about it is there is a band that is rubberized at the hem. Oh, so it doesn't ride up. So it doesn't ride up. It, like, sticks to your underwear. Hmm. And it doesn't, like, roll up your body. Right. Um, which is really nice. So it really, like, stays tucked in to my pants. <laughs> and it sucks me in. And the color is perfect. Um, so hopefully, I haven't washed it yet, so I'm going to see how it does through the wash, but so far, it's pretty nice. Like, it's nice to have a layering piece that kind of also smooths me out, because I do have, like, you know, the back fat rolls and whatever. Um, <laughs> and then I also bought a pack of face masks from the brand, which I like, because they're, like, really spandexy, so they're quite soft. Are you double masking with those? Yes. Okay. So that, that's my first layer, and then I put another, like, cloth mask on top. Okay, cool. So skims... My pattern beauty. Oh, and I also want to shout out my candle. I'm going to grab it. Hold on. Pause <laughs> so you can smell it. Okay, this is the candle from Boy Smells. Oh. This is the Casey Musgraves candle. It's called Slow Burn. This is the second one I've owned. It's so good. Smell it. <gasps> it's very incense it's incense, black pepper, raspberry, tonka, amber. Wow. Oh. Look at you. Ugh. It is like <laughs> the, like, it smells like a hippie, but like a sophisticated <laughs> hippie. A s- expensive Ugh. hippie. Expensive Very. hippie. Like, <laughs> you've got money and crystals. <laughs> oh, it smells so good. Um, so I asked for a couple more candles for my birthday, so we'll see if they arrive. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Okay, now we can take a break, and we're going to talk about sustainability, recyclability, packaging, <laughs> makeup, and what it looks like for the future. Welcome back. Let's discuss something that is going to be growing more and more important to beauty brands and that is going to be sustainability in packaging and recyclable materials and just being more gentler and kinder to the planet in a humongous industry that we know creates a ton of waste um, globally and annually. So Karina. Yes. How do you feel about more brands coming out with either, you know, sustainable packaging or more recyclable componentry? Um, Have you noticed any standout brands? You know, do you select brands based off of those, you know, criteria? Like, tell me your thoughts about all of this. Um, So I'm not normally one to, um, I don't necessarily seek it out because it's recyclable or easy to like the packaging is maybe less plastic. I don't seek out products for that specific reason. I seek it out for the quality and what it is. Okay. Um, that to me is just a plus. So let's just say like one of our favorite brands, ColourPop, and I know they come out with many launches in a year. Yeah. Let's just say they came out with ways to make their packaging a little bit less um, plastic heavy. So like maybe the Super Shocks came in a glass case instead of a plastic. Um, one, it's probably a little mm-hmm. bit more airtight, but two, you're probably going to pay a little bit more to offset the price of this packaging. But I literally just had an idea. Glass is, <laughs> glass is the, is recyclable. Yeah. Most plastics are not. So, yeah. and if one of our favorite brands were, were to do that, I think it's only a bonus. Like I would pay a couple dollars extra for that, but also, especially if it's 
from a brand that's already very reasonably priced. I wouldn't bat an eye at that. Imagine if they sold glass containers and then you just bought refills. Yeah. Eyeshadow pans. Yeah. But with those things also comes like oh, the, the metal. microplastics that like mm. the little micro packaging. So even like if the packaging was just cardboard, which most of their stuff is, right. that's perfect. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think it's the actual like products themselves because once you're done with it, you kind of just throw it in the trash and it's just filling up landfills. Um, um, yeah, I was. So what really brought this topic to mind was milk makeup just announced a new launch and they are these pigment chalk sticks so they look just like almost like pastels Mm -hmm. wrapped in paper and it's just pure extruded pigment and they also come in a recyclable plastic tube so they are called colored chalk yeah clean extruded powder pigment in a solid stick format and it comes on it comes in a peel off wrapper and a portable reusable tube so you can take it with you anywhere so that is like in one of the most minimal waste packaging pieces I've ever seen for makeup itself, especially for color makeup. So that got me thinking about, you know, I think the idea of sustainability, being able to recycle, being less waste in general in beauty is something that I'm I'm kind of interested in. And I'm I'm interested to see where brands take it and if that affects um the appeal to customers because I know some some brands are luxury brands because of the packaging you know you can dress up something as simple as a pressed powder and it's gonna look more luxurious than if it came in like you know a cardboard flip top compact right like the price point also is reflected by the way the product itself looks not necessarily how it performs so I'm interested to see how Brands are going to be able to do that while maintaining their their same brand identity. You know, the, the price point that people are willing to pay because it is, quote unquote, a luxury item. So I'm interested. I, I've been seeing a lot more options out there. I mean, one brand that's been doing it for years is Lush. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. all of their soaps, they offer uh, zero waste packaging. They offer minimal packaging. You can request to purchase it without any additional you know pieces of paper um their tubs are fully recyclable i think they're made from recyclable materials as well i don't know it's just i'm interested um without it look like because not everybody is looking for that minimal aesthetic you know makeup is very much a visual component and you want it to look a specific way but not everybody has the same taste um, so products like, I know KVD Vegan Beauty recently came out with a fully recyclable eyeshadow palette. Mm-hmm. Um, KVD Vegan Beauty is maybe not the most popular brand right now, but I do think that there, that idea is, is quite nice. Um, but the other thing is that, you know, at the end of the day, how many eyeshadow palettes are actually being thrown away? I mean, I'm, it must be a lot. But our metal pans, like, can we recycle those or no? Yeah, but also you have to think about the consumer. It's like the consumer's not going to go through every pan and right. fiddle with the little metal right. bits and try to get those out and yeah. put them in the proper waste container, which is, you know, why I was telling you, I know TerraCycle exists, but I think things like that need to be actually more accessible. So what I mean is maybe it's going to be an easier way for 
consumers to either mail back or to drop off their used products, like cleaned out, of course, um, into, let's say, a drop-off at a location that's accessible, like a Sephora or a Target. Targets can be much more accessible, even like a Walmart. Yeah. Even that's even more accessible. Totally. Um, all you'd have to do would be like a little flat rate for the envelope, like the padded envelope you'd send your products back in, and then you just drop it off and they will do the recycling because recycling's all good and well, only if you do it correctly. Right. Because there's so many different components in your like shampoo bottle that it says it's recyclable, but yeah. the cap I can almost guarantee you is not. You yeah. can't just throw the entire product like the package into the recycling and expect for it to actually be recycled yeah things that have their non-recyclable recyclable parts still on it they actually get sent back to the landfill oh yeah not everything gets recycled unless you're doing it correctly so i mm-hmm. think companies like TerraCycle, i i really wish they had like drop-off points yeah that would be great for people to get their products and it would probably be like behoove you to keep your <laughs> empties so you have as many products as possible instead of making multiple trips right which also spends gas well and 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 i also think about back to mac program where you recycle six products back to mac and you get a free lipstick make an incentive out of it yeah zoya nail polish Mm -hmm. has that program as well where you can send back um basically it's like you do like a swap you send as many empty nail polish bottles yeah and it doesn't matter the brand. Ooh. They don't care. So they recycle the glass for you and you get to pick out their brand of nail polish. Oh, we should have done that. I filled up a whole bag like <laughs> a couple months ago. Yeah. So it's actually really cool because it's like I usually just throw my nail polish in the trash because I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Right. But yeah, like certain companies actually have an incentive program to send you back empties. Doesn't matter the brand. Mm-hmm. They'll do the, the rest for you, but then you get to pick something from them. Yeah. yeah um, H&M has that program where if you bring in um, used clothing, you get like a 20% off coupon to use in store. And they yeah. have it in every store. Yeah, I've done that. And they and they will accept any... It doesn't have to be clothing. It can be fabric, fabric. scraps. Yeah. It can be like, you know, if you sew, a lot of people collect their little like pieces of string because putting that in the trash or like kind of damaging to the environment right but you can literally put in like old towels and give it back to them and they'll hand you a coupon so there needs to be an incentive i also think um there needs to be directions on every package of how to recycle this package you know what i mean yeah just because it has (laughs) the recycle arrows on it doesn't mean that every part of it especially right. like if you have like a pump mechanism yeah there's like metal springs inside that pump yeah. there's yeah. a plastic tube mm-hmm. there's like a plastic pump part like there's so many different items that i guarantee can't go in the recycling bin yeah so it's just it needs people need to be one informed and two it definitely needs to be incentivized because yeah. people i get yeah they won't do it on their own trust me Mo- <laughs> at least most people won't right the average consumer sure will not go through your shampoo bottles scrape it out rinse them out take off take, the label take off the label yeah. because the labels most likely aren't either so you know incentivization hmm. is would be a really great thing so yeah having like a bin at like a sephora a target a walmart yeah. Yeah. That would be great. And then you get like freebies for just for doing it. Right. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, they're definitely businesses needs to be get on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I and I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more of that in the future. Um 
And Milk Makeup has already from the beginning felt felt more of, more of that kind of brand. Like it felt like okay, we're gonna be more minimal, we're gonna be a little bit kinder. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I I just remember like remember when Stila used to come in cardboard like containers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like whatever happened to that? And like normalizing cardboard. cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's I think it's an interesting idea. And I'm I'm curious to see. I know a lot of brands are doing like their like their mailers are going to be a lot more recyclable. They're using you know no more like foam. What are those called? The foam peanuts. Mm-hmm. Like they're more. Um, they're the ones that dissolve in water. Oh yeah, it's basically cornstarch. Yeah, cornstarch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no styrofoam, like bubble wrap. Ugh. Styrofoam, like okay, we're Oregonians now. It's we gross. can safely say we are Oregonians now. And styrofoam just doesn't exist here. It's and so, so whenever we get it in packaging, it's always weird because it's just, I hate it. It gets everywhere. It crumbles into bits and Ugh. it sticks to you. And then you just have to throw it in the trash and then it it feels bad. Well, and it's, <laughs> and it's never going to go away. It's never going to go away. Yeah, it's, it's not going to melt. Like, give us, like, yeah, bubble wrap. Do we need bubble wrap anymore? I get the whole, no. like, the plastic air thing. At least those are recyclable. Right. Just recyclable plastics just need to be more widely used looking at you amazon looking at you anyway i don't know i'm interested (laughs) there's been a lot of of products that i've been seeing lately i know clinique has started um using more recyclable packaging for their products Mm -hmm. um they have a new foundation that is fully recyclable and um some of their cleansers come in like either a 50 percent post-consumer like you know they they reuse plastics um non-makeup related the brand girlfriend that does workout clothes Mm -hmm. those clothes are made from plastic bottles and you can also return them when you're like when you're done wearing them like you want to like not wear them anymore right you can Mm -hmm. return it to them and they can recycle it for you there you go or reuse it in some way oh parade underwear Mm -hmm. that's also used from like dead stock fabric old like not old fabric but like you know castaways right um, which cool. I think is great. Um, and it also like closes it closes the loop a little bit on like the the cycle of like fabric and waste. Like that's a whole nother story is like the clothing and fashion business, like fast fashion and how awful it is for the environment. But anyway, we're talking about makeup. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's very interesting to me. I know that I've switched to bar soap the last year and that feels really great because it's like one less plastic bottle that I have. Yeah. In my shower, it's wrapped in paper, it's get it's shipped in paper and so everything is recyclable and when it's done, it's done like there's no other parts. It literally dissolves and it's gone. And you know, we also had this discussion several times. It's like what if we had just like a bar at your Ulta that you have mm-hmm. refills of your favorite formulas. Yep. And just get one big old jumbo size and then you get like a bulk discount kind of like at a Costco. Well, and what <laughs> and what it could be cool is like a brand that sells really pretty glass vessels in different types of like styles. Like you want a minimalist style, you want something etched, you want something printed. But then you go in and you fill it up with your product that you like. Or Ulta would do that. They would provide the different vessels. That way they get the money. Sure. And the other vendors can have their own. Sure. Basically like a tap for shampoos and conditioners and 
stuff like that. You know what I mean? Body washes, especially body washes, bath and body works. It's like, <laughs> I don't need 80 different flavors to choose from. Oh my God. The amount of plastic that company is. Has, yeah. They go yeah. through a lot. I think it's like, yeah. Anyway, really cool discussion. I think obviously it's going to be more and more important as the years go on because climate change is abundantly making its <laughs> presence known right. within the last decade i can tell what's happening everybody can tell unless you're climate dyer which you're probably not listening to this <laughs> that's fine um no it's not fine that you're a climate denier it's 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 actually better if you probably don't listen to us you probably don't like us if you're a climate denier um yeah so really interesting yeah i'm, I'm interested to see what kind of like recyclable packaging and what kind of like missions companies will take on to like yeah try to be a little bit kinder because right. Things aren't getting any better. We all know that. Hate to be a little <laughs> pessimistic, but it's true. Things are... I mean, remember this time last year, Australia was on fire. Oh my God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Crazy. It was all... It's crazy town. So let's all be nicer to one another. Let's be nicer to the planet. Yes. Wow, wow, wow. All right. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, basically wherever you find a podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and it's for free, guys. Just... Listen to us. We do this for free. It's just for funsies. Just chatting. Just chatting. Um, and <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Glow and Tell Podcast. If you want to email us, we are at glowandtellpod at gmail.com. And yeah, we are like releasing these episodes every two weeks. So we are now a bi-weekly podcast. Yes. Um, I'd love to hear comments, <laughs> reviews, subscribe to us. And you know what? As always, tell your mom, tell your friends. Tell your mom's mom's friends. friends. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.